welcome to the Game Off Podcast. I'm Andrew Paulo, a.k.a. Solitalker, here with co-host... Brent Langevin, a.k.a. Arcadia. And we're here with a special pre-E3 hype and hot take extravaganza. Gonna go through all of our crazy predictions and make a lot of uh, really insane hype type... Can't figure out how I wanted to phrase that. <laughs> Get ourselves hyped up about things that are definitely not going to happen. Yeah. Episode five is the episode we jump the shark. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is it. I'm, I'm already calling Shenmue 4 announced preview footage. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that, that reminds me of when people were taking bets as to whether Final Fantasy 14 was going to come out before 13. Because that it there was only like, what, like three or six months between the two games. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so uh, I guess we're just going to go conference by conference, uh, not and maybe even cover some of the ones that aren't doing conferences this year, which that seems to be the the hot thing this year is to not show up at E3. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're in a year. It's an in-between year because it's sort of like the lame duck of console generations where everybody knows a new console is coming out next year. No one wants to release games this fall because they they're pretty sure <laughs> that like a console is going to be announced in the next week or two um <laughs> so they don't want to be that that game that's coming out for consoles that nobody's buying anymore and they don't want to even consider the fact that that doesn't happen with pc games <laughs> no pc yeah i know it, it's a weird weird thought <laughs> someday <laughs> someday <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, let's start talking about the uh, Microsoft conference. I think they start at like 1, 1 p.m. in one of the time zones on Sunday, and that sort of kicks off the briefing, uh, the conference cycle. Yeah, and with the number of things that we already kind of have an idea that they're going to announce, it's gonna it should be an interesting tone setting for the rest of the conference. Yeah, especially with no uh, no Sony to sort of complement what they're trying to do, because they're basically going to have first dibs on any sort of big third party announces. Um, they they like you said, they're going to control the entire tone of the conference, and yeah, very excited to see what they got. Yeah, what so they got? We know a little bit that there's going to be some Fable Four stuff, right? Well. Fable 4 has been nothing but rumors for two and a half years now. Uh, It's strongly hinted that Playground Games is developing Fable 4. They've sort of had like job postings for like an open world RPG. And like it it was announced that like Fable is in the hands of another renowned English developer, which there's not really that many of. Um, And yeah, all signs point to. Playground have only done Forza, right? Um, only in the last few years, yeah. I don't know if they were doing something before Forza Horizon, but that's been their 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 mainstay since uh, Forza Horizon One. I thought that that was kind of what they were doing, like because I know that Playground was from Codemasters and someone else it was kind of the emerging of studios or of, of talent yeah. from studios. So I, I don't know if they had done if anything they had done non-Forza was all pre-actually being Playground Games. Uh, yeah, because I think there was a lot of uh, Criterion guys that ended up at Playground too, but I don't I don't know if it's any management from either either of those two teams. 
Um, but it's it's a pretty pretty stacked and storied team of like racing racing people, <laughs> racing developers. So it's it's especially interesting considering these rumors are for an open world RPG because they prove they can do open world in a racing game, but does that translate to RPG? Gonna find out. I mean, you basically, from what I remember of playing Payday Two, which I think was built on a racing game engine, that was it. I th- I think I remember reading something like that. Man, I I'm gonna get. If we had listeners, I'd be getting called out right now for saying something that's probably completely nonsense. But I thought, <laughs> I, thought I remember reading that Payday was built on a racing game engine. I mean, I'd believe it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I would that, too. That team's insane. So if they can build a heist simulator out of a racing game engine, I'm sure Playground, who I feel are far more capable <laughs> than Overkill were, are, can, yeah. can make a Fable game. It's got to be better than Fable 3. Yeah, well, hey, so I liked Fable 3. Yeah. Uh, up yeah. until the second half. It was, yeah. It was a really good Fable game, and then it became a totally different game, and nobody, I don't think anyone stuck around <laughs> at the end. The, the last, like, 20 minutes of a city build, or a city management simulator? Yeah, yeah. It was, like, the last, like like four to 10 hours of the game, which is like <laughs> something like 30 to 40% of the overall playtime. Yeah. Like it, it was, it was an interesting thought experiment that didn't, or not a thought experiment, an actual experiment that didn't pan out. That's a very kind way of phrasing it. Interesting thought mm. experiment. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's not the only game that's rumored to be at the show. Um, obviously, like uh, Halo, or for Microsoft's conference specifically, obviously Halo's uh, being rumored to actually have gameplay this time around. They only showed CGI. Um, the, the boss of Xbox, uh, Phil Spencer, also tweeted out that there's going to be 14 first-party titles in the conference, um, and the rumors are saying that there's going to be three. Three of those are going to be brand new IPs being uh, being announced on Sunday. Part I'm most interested in because uh, 14 is a heck of a is a heck of a claim and a heck of a, a, a stable to bring, and having three new IPs should be yeah, really interesting. Fourteen games is more than first-party studios that they have, so uh, that means that if every every studio that they owned was going to announce one new game, and three three of those were going to be new IPs, um, I think that's still I think they have like 12, 12 first-party studios, and several of them are still like in the the like tail end of development, like uh, Obsidian. So like there's there's no way at least three or four of these teams are announcing games. So I don't know where these games are coming from. Is it possible that we're going to start hearing like this is also when they announced they've scooped up some more developers? <laughs> and here are the games they've been working on. So yeah. They've also scooped those games from the publishers of those games. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure Ninja Theory's got something interesting going on whether it's a follow-up to Hellblade or or an entirely new game. I I don't know, but I, that's what I'm I'm expecting. I'm expecting them to just come out and say, here's you know five of the developers we bought and the games that they're going to put out for us. Yeah, they just bought them a year ago now too. That's like that's the other big part of this. Like I realistically I only see like four or five of their teams having anything worth showing and like 
two of those games are Halo and Gears. Well, you could be we could be getting some more remasters like they did with the Age of Empires stuff. So yeah, know, technically age, that age is of Empires a, four is coming. And, you know, so an Age of Empires remaster and an Age of Empires four. Those are technically two first party titles. Mm-hmm. Are they counting every game in the Master Chief collection as its own first party title? <laughs> uh, I really hope that doesn't have a presence on their conference. <laughs> Like, I, I think the way they, they announced that for Steam was like a real good way to do it. And then, yeah. Now it's just time to move on. Yeah, it's, it's time to, to focus on new stuff and not retread old victories. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, so Compulsion, um, who just re- released We Happy Few, that's they're not going to be announcing anything. That game just came out like I, nine months ago. I can't imagine that they're going to be announcing anything for quite some time. Yeah, that like, was maybe, a mess. Yeah, maybe like a, a sort of a second coming of that game. That's the only thing I could see. But that would also be under uh, not 2K Gearbox's uh, umbrella because they publish the core game. Uh, and um, wouldn't that wouldn't that necessarily necessitate Gearbox admitting that the original game wasn't great? Which oh, I don't Randy see. Randy will never admit yeah. to making a mistake. No, you can't have a uh, a rebirth of a game that you don't admit was dead to begin with. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, Coalitions, I was going to be talking about Gears. Uh, Mojang, talking about Minecraft. Uh, Ninja Theory, we already talked about. Playground, we already talked about. Rare. Um, I don't I don't see anything on the main stage about Sea of Thieves because they just released a huge patch like last week. And cause they don't really have anything, at least not that I've heard rumored in development. Oh, actually, Battletoads. They oh, Battletoads right. was announced. That's that's hype. That is yeah. that is the hype train. That so, that has the potential to be something really good. Yeah, I, I I dutied a little bit when that got announced. Um, I'm ready to duty again when I. It's more than a logo, similar to how, what we'll be saying about uh, Metroid Prime Four. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. So Battletoads was a logo. I forgot about that one. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, three, four, three is going to be talking about Halo for sure. In Exile, uh, I've been hearing rumors about uh, Wasteland Three. Um, that'd be an interesting announce. I had heard um, that, but I had also coming. heard like a maybe an entirely different RPG, not uh, in the Wasteland series. Well, I mean, they do Wasteland, and what, what was the other one? Uh, Nordheim, Nord, Nord, um, the yep, depths the, of the deep. The other one. It's like. Yeah, basically the same game, except not. It's not their Fallout franchise. It's their uh, Elder Scrolls franchise, right? <laughs> um, Obsidian. They have Outer Wilds, or Outer Worlds, already coming out this year sometime, which is not published by Microsoft, so they're not going to be uh, talking about anything. At least I can't imagine there are. I, as far as I know, that's a one-team studio. I'm sure they're 100 percent focused on uh, Outer Worlds. The initiative is like they're still building that team, as far as I know. That's their quadruple A team in SoCal. Yeah. Um, every once in a while, I hear about a new hiring. Um, I think it was established like two years ago, so I can't imagine that they they're ready to premiere a quadruple A game after t- two years of staffing up, essentially. Uh, turn 10, we're 100% getting a Forza, Forza 8 announce. Like, oh, sure. That, that's, yeah, that's, that's, all right. I think I have puts our total up to like six. 
Uh, yeah, and that's that's pretty much all of them. So like, I think we have a safe guess at, at least like six of these games. I mean, if there's three new IPs, we have no fucking clue what those are. I haven't heard anything spilled about that. Yeah, maybe they're. Would you consider a new IP if they're pulling an IP from way in their back catalog, like some '90s? If they bring back Hover from Windows '95 I demo mean, disc. Uh, well, maybe. No, I mean, I don't. I don't consider Battletoads a new IP, and that that falls in, deep in that category. That's true. So, um, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, what do you think? You think we're gonna get any Project Scarlet? I, you know, so after the success, and I meant to fact check this, but um, last or like three years ago, I think it was 2016 when they announced the one X, it was the same day that they announced the one S I believe. And they've, they found that both have sold like tremendously well. So like them, them announcing the discless Xbox a little while ago, uh, may sort of hint that they're, they wanted to get a boost in sales before they announced a new console. Yeah, I I could easily see, especially with Sony not really making a presence, I can't imagine Sony's doing any kind of hardware reveal. So I I can see that being next year. Yeah, yeah. Well, so what I was getting at is the One X was announced a full year and a half before it came out. Oh. And it, it ended up working out in their favor um, pretty well. Like, it didn't seem to hinder sales or anything. Um, they may have hindered it a little bit, which is sort of why they probably uh, released the all digital not long ago. Um, but yeah, there was just like a tease and like a talking heads thing that they did. And it was like, it's not coming out until like for another year and a half, like sit tight. And like that, that was enough. Like people were fucking jazzed about it. They knew the thing that they were asking about was coming. Like everyone already knows Scarlet's coming. I don't, I don't see why they would keep it under wraps. Like they probably have a good idea what the specs are like Sony in a previous episode, we've talked about the PlayStation specs that they've already announced. So I think, I think Microsoft does something similar to what they did for the, for project Scorpio at the time. And they just say, this is what you can expect from project Scarlet. doesn't have a name, doesn't have a release date, doesn't have a price, get fucking hyped. And that's their like uh, and one last thing moment. Just like right. One X was two years ago, and Cyberpunk was last year. Oh man, Cyberpunk! Um, yeah, what do, you, what do you what do you think about Project Scarlet? I, that's what I was expecting. I, I'm ex- fully expecting the one more thing. Here's ten seconds of information on screen. Maybe a a, a placeholder image, some kind of logo, something to let you know, hey, this is coming. Yeah, but yeah, not in any kind of way. Yeah, exactly. But but don't save up all of it. Still keep there's still more games to buy for this generation. <laughs> yeah, right. And what else we got from the Microsoft conference? Um, there should be some xCloud news and that, that coming off the heels of the Google Stadia announced that could that could be sort of a showstopper um, because apparently the text there and they're doing like take home tests internally with it. And it's it's. It's pretty far along in development. Uh, it would be very interesting because if they're in another kind of tone setting moment, if they're going to be making that kind of presentation before Stadia gets a chance to show off their sh- their shit in, in more detail, because mm-hmm. they could easily come in and say, hey, this is what we've got. And if Stadia doesn't at least meet or beat that, 
anything that Stadia says in, in you know the near future is going to look pale in comparison. Yeah, for real. Yeah, uh, they're, they're go ahead. Oh, it's, we, and we kind of covered Stadia in the last episode, so I don't want to retread mm. that completely. But Microsoft's in a good position to, if they feel confident with their tech and with their already established library of games, that they can really uh, cut down Google at the knees with this. Yeah, I'm interested to see. Because, like, with the Stadia, you sort of have to assume they're telling you the truth when you're, you're testing it out, right? So, like, similar to xCloud, like, do they... And just just a brief recap, because a lot of people probably don't know what xCloud is. It's oh, a, yeah. sort of a, a streaming service that Microsoft's going to have, where it's going to, like, it's going to be part of the Xbox family, essentially. It's gonna, So you're going to have the same Xbox library. Um, you can just play any of your games on any device that, you know, xCloud supports. So you can literally... It doesn't take up any any or much of your you know processing power on your smartphones or tablets or whatever. And it's also rumored to be maybe on the Switch too, which would be wild. But that would be nuts. Yeah, but I, yeah, like, do you, do you waste like um, floor space? Because um, E3 is a, is a uh, convention. Like, you have to have a, uh, not just a stage presence where you announce things. Although some people just have a stage presence, but. Do, do you see them wasting floor space on something that you have to just like, like you can't really see and believe like you, they could tell you that it's being streamed from the cloud and you could just be like, uh, sure. Like it, it plays fine. Like I'm going to have to take your word for it though. Like there's a box down there. I don't know what that's doing. I I'm thinking that it's something that'll show up in promotional materials. Just, you know, as part of the, the video presentations they do, some of the people will be playing in a way that makes it obvious that they're on xCloud, either through their phone yeah. or through another device, just as kind of like a, hey, this tech is here and is going to be a part of your general Xbox lifestyle in the next, <laughs> you know, in the coming fiscal year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see, like, if you if you just have this one marketing image and, like, this is assuming that it's coming to Switch as well, with like somebody on their cell phone sitting on the same couch as somebody on their switch on the same couch as somebody with an iPad on the same couch as somebody playing the like handheld. They're all playing like cross play or something like people are going to fucking just jizz four days. Yeah. So that that'll, I could see that being in there by yeah, right. I don't think they're going to actually take real time to call it out. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it's not as a, uh, I don't think it's something that's going to drive people to the ecosystem that aren't already there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, any any hot hot predictions for the Microsoft conference to wrap this one up? I mean, I'd love to say that they're bringing back the classic uh, third person jetpack game Out Wars, which I don't know if you've ever played oh, that. Out Wars was great. I think it was like '97. You were in space. You were you had a jetpack and a glider. You were fighting bugs. Phenomenal game. I'd love to say that they're bringing that back, but that's not going to happen. So (laughs) (laughs) never know. But you know, that's, that's my hot take. They're bringing back out wars. They're going to, for me and my old friend, Jeff, who I grew up playing that with, we're super excited (laughs) for it. We're super hyped. It's going to be great. And, and and a new Microsoft entertainment pack chips, further challenge ski freer. It's going to be great. All, all of those announces. All, well, oh boy. as part I think of that, does bring us up to fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> that's they're digging far, real far back into their Windows three one developed games. 
What about you? Any any uh, hot predictions? I was hearing rumors about a new uh, Perfect Dark game, um, but I think from what I looked into, that seemed pretty baseless. And on top of that, we've already got you know two different teams at Rare working on two different games. Uh, I don't I don't see a third one because I think traditionally they've also been a one team studio. So I don't think they've suddenly split up into three fucking teams. Sure. Um, especially when that's they're they're not the only English studio that they like Microsoft owns. So uh, hot predictions. Um, I don't know. I, I, th- I think my main one is that they are going to talk about Project Scarlet today uh, or t- not today, Sunday, this coming Sunday, June 9th, 10th, something like that. Um, really out there, though. Conquers. I think oh, I think something Conquers would get people so fucking excited. I think that's that's like the really out there moment. And you know what? On the heels of the um, Crash Insane trilogy and Spyro remaster, I could see a Conquers or Banjo Kazooie. Like here it is. We just basically upscaled it. Hmm. I yeah, could, yeah, I, I could see that, that. Could go very well. The Conquers or Banjo Kazooie could could blow some minds. Don't forget about Rare Replay though. That like, that exists on current consoles, but not on not on PC. Generation. Oh yeah, you know what? Yeah, that that would be a cool announcement. That, that was coming to PC, and that was like a a Game Pass for PC, like launch title, something like that. Yeah, if if you want to go real out there and you want to claim that they somehow figured out the licensing deals for. Uh, GoldenEye 64 and got to publish <laughs> that uh, remake of GoldenEye 64 on the Perfect Dark remake engine that they that we got to see some canceled footage of a couple years ago. <laughs> I, I keep seeing people saying they're going to figure that one out like that hasn't been shelved and canned. I, I, th- I think if there's going to be any really crazy announcements that mean anything, it's going to come from that rare nostalgia like the Battletoads one was. And mm-hmm. we'll see something like you said, Conquerors or Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, something that would go like a long way and just like sort of jerking off the community. Just yeah. Like, hey, we remember you guys were kids at one point and somehow you got your hands on Conquerors. We, uh, we, we know that you were all kind of disappointed about ukulele and Hat and Time only kind of helped to foster your need for 3D mascot platformers. So. <laughs> I want to move on to Bethesda. Yeah, Bethesda. I, I like our our note on here. Are we seeing Starfield? I don't think that game exists. I think it's. <laughs> it's I think roots. I think that Starfield is like the producers. They're going to get tons of people to buy ten thousand percent of Starfield as a concept, <laughs> and then it's just going to peter off. It's going to be like. What's that? What's that space? That other space one that's never going to get fixed. Star Citizen. Star Citizen. Yeah. yeah, just oh, we got a phase. Don't worry about it. It's we're real close. We're real close. It's, it's, it exists. There's people playing it. Look. Yeah. Look, Look at this totally real Twitter account. Yep. I played Star Citizen. It is great. <laughs> this Starfield. <laughs> Starfield is a lie. Starfield is just gossamer <laughs> floating in the air. <laughs> there's there's nothing real about it. I don't. This, this is the hottest take. <laughs> I don't buy it. I just don't buy it at all. <laughs> I I think we will see Starfield. I think it will be nothing. It'll be like that Elder Scrolls 6 announcement we got last year. Yeah. Of just like, you didn't show me anything. This could have been footage from Frozen 2. 
There's yeah. nothing about this that <laughs> just, indicates just the a, game. I, I, I'm just expecting another like pan shot of like some star systems with some like wizened old man talking over it. Yep. It's like, do you ever wonder what was beyond? And then, and then that's it. For that's this, it. Like the fucking fourth year in a row. And then 500 Reddit posts of people inverting and changing the saturations. Oh my God, is that that planet in the background there? If you look at the three pics, is that Cyrodiil in space? <laughs> what? Is this Patrick Stewart's face right there? <laughs> He's back. I Obviously, they got to hire some actor to be in it for a tenth to an eighth of the game to do that. You know, just a small amount of voice acting for it. Mm-hmm. But, but we can talk about who that might be for Starfield. I think it's as productive as, as a discussion as what Starfield might be or is. Yeah. It's, let's do it. It's, Rucker Hauer. Rucker, oh, Rucker Hauer could be good. I was going to guess Udo Kier. He's still oh. alive and I feel like he's probably pretty sure. cheap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I have him right here. He's doing my uh, laundry. All right, so Rucker Hauer or Udo Kier, if either one of them are announced as voice actors for Starfield, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> man, if that happens and then we get that Reddit karma, we'll oh, man. be in the, the 20s of listeners. We, I got a hot tip from someone deep in Bethesda, <laughs> d- working down deep in the archives, and they told me some pay stubs were coming in for those two, so... Really, super double secret verified. <laughs> oh, God. But, <laughs> God damn it. So, in all seriousness, do you know? Any- I don't know anything about Starfield other than it's supposed to be space game with same engine as Fallout and Elder Scrolls. Yeah, I can tell you right now that there's so little known about the game that the link on Wikipedia just takes you back to Bethesda's page. <laughs> which says which i mean just literally the page for bethesda elder scrolls 6 oh at least has a link to the elder scrolls page but there's yeah. there's nothing i think makes sense I, I really think starfield almost reminds me of that game that space game that notch talked about for a hot minute like 10 xc 10 or something there's probably eight people who remember that announcement but just another let's mm. <laughs> just basically, oh, what about a Bethesda RPG, but in space? There you go. Just do that. <laughs> Imagine that. Run with it. <laughs> I, I I can't, I don't really know there's anything confirmed about it other than space. So here's here's an interesting thing, and we're, we're not too far into the Bethesda talk. I, I had heard somewhere a while ago that they were marketing before QuakeCon as like like 2019 is the year of doom eternal and like they they have their advertising up for doom eternal in la and stuff um do we expect much more from bethesda this year other than doom eternal because last year i think all we got was doom eternal and fucking uh wolfenstein old blood and fallout 76 like that was pretty much it right yep i mean they could show off that vr wolfenstein game but i don't think there's anything really to show off there like n- nothing that's going to really get a lot of hype. It's we already know about it. Um, I I don't, I'm still expecting another quake related announcement that, that they're, they're going to mine that a little more, either with more quake champion stuff or a new story quake game, or even a like quake one or quake two remaster 
or what remake. Does a story Quake game look like? Would it look like Doom and Wolfenstein? I mean, it would just look like Doom and Wolfenstein, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically. I don't think I want that game. <laughs> I would take a Quake 1 or Quake 2 remaster, but I don't need another... I don't need a, a lesser Doom or Wolfenstein. Well, they so they announced a Quake 2... Well, not a full remaster, but it's like a partial remaster. Did you see that with the ray tracing? I, I thought that was... That had nothing to do with them, though. I thought that was a third-party team that did that. Like, I, I thought know. that was I, just a I, bunch I of they were releasing what they what they did. No, no, it was, was it really that? I, why did I think it was a bunch of modders? No, because it was at GDC. They they showed it, and everyone was like, "What? Fucking can't wait till this is out." But it's not the full game. Like it was like a, a quarter of the game that they redid <laughs> with like ray tracing just as like a demo but so, then they were like well people gonna, are gonna want to play this like we're gonna release it so it was just like like uh black mesa quake edition yeah it does sound like it okay well you know yeah. then maybe they'll finish that and that'd be pretty cool i guess for the people who want to <laughs> who I, I was very happy to get my my blood remaster that was awesome but you can't make money selling old fps's to to me I don't have enough money to support Bethesda. Uh, no, and I, no I don't think I don't think they have enough old IPs. I mean, because Rage didn't seem to go the way they wanted it to. Yeah, I I haven't seen any of the sales figures or speculative sales figures in the digital era. No, um, but I, I don't know. I, I'm I don't know what Bethesda is going to show off. Other than, other than yeah. Doom Eternal. Like, they have to have more than one game, right? They can't <laughs> just have a one-game conference. I, I know, most most of our notes on Bethesda sound pretty hostile. <laughs> like, Elder Scrolls, why was it announced? Like, we're definitely not going to see anything on Elder Scrolls this year. They've te- they've said straight up they're not even developing it right now. Like, yep. they probably got, like, five people, like, building assets for a game that doesn't exist. And fucking Arcane, what are they doing? Like, they just released... Prey. Yep. Are they going to announce something? Like it? That'd be a pretty tight schedule. But that's like their one of their only studios that we don't know what they're working on. Uh, maybe. I mean, didn't they do some of the work on Bioshock Two? Weren't they partially involved in Bioshock Two? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Where's this going? I, I'm just maybe they're, they're they're pulling in another FPS, um, a, a new IP. Either they're going to come out with something. Maybe they'll bring back Dark Messiah of Might and Magic. That game was sick. Hmm. You ever play that one? No, uh, no, no. That was a really fun game. You could kick people off ledges. That's all I remember. Oh, get hyped! Yeah, <laughs> but you know, in in the mid two thousands, kicking people off ledges that was that was great. Yeah, man. I mean, Odyssey got a lot of fucking uh, credit for introducing that mechanic, and honestly. There's so many cliffs, like arbitrary cliffs in that game. It's like, yeah, this is actually a pretty good mechanic. Yeah, it was, I can't believe how many people I like, kick off ledges. You spent a lot of time running around on like catwalks and just kicking people off ledges was the way to go. So that sounds hype. Do you have any uh, other than my nonsense predictions? Do you have any good predictions for Bethesda since we can't seem to come up with what they would actually be working on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think. Uh, I'm going to sound like a psychopath and say that they're going to announce even more support for Fallout 76. Well, um, eventually it'll hit the game that they want it to be. <laughs> and uh, Eventually. Yep. 
Yeah, oh yeah, definitely more support for Fallout 76. I'm sure they'll show us another roadmap of what's coming up over the next year. Yep. I I think I think they do start to show off Starfield and I think that uh not Bethesda. What's the parent company? Zenimax. Zenimax. Yeah, Zenimax Studios, which is technically under Bethesda. I think they there's something that's not ESO related finally from them. Because I have to imagine ESO is starting to wane. Like they're they're releasing an X pack. What seems like every like three days, um, and I can't imagine that many people are playing it anymore. Um, so I, I, I'm sort of expecting to see something from them finally. Like maybe maybe a new MMO. Maybe they're going to try again with the lessons they learned. That could be cool. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your mind here with with a pair. Of very interesting predictions. I think in the in a uh, post Apex Legends world, Bethesda is going to look in their back catalog and see that they were very close to having something that could have worked in this vein, and they're going to bring back Brink. No, <laughs> no, Brink as no, a, no, no. as a free to play, larger scale, broken multiplayer game. It's going to be great. <laughs> so just. <laughs> The original Brink, so like not even like Brink Two. Yeah, but but with but with ray tracing, so it'll look really nice. And then the to, to follow up on the <laughs> on the on the current trend of remastering games that people have forgotten about, we're getting wet remastered. Eliza Eliza Dushku is <laughs> going to come back, re-record all her lines in higher fidelity. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> yep. I'm I'm well, hyped for it. That has to be happening. hundred percent. So that's it. Free to play. I don't see any other possibilities. Free to play Brink Battle Royale and Wet Remastered. Put those on the board. Oh God! So, <laughs> only people our age are gonna know this reference. <laughs> Wet. What came out when I was like fifteen? Oh, uh, that game was so so cool looking. I was so excited oh, for I it. Oh, I remember. Half the the entire premise of the game is that you could slide around on your knees everywhere and down poles is, like a stripper. Yeah, I was. Elijah Dushku's finest moment. Um, all right. Uh, well, I think that wraps up Bethesda's conference. Yeah, we're not gonna not gonna top that. So uh, Devolver next. Yeah, Devolver next. Um, I'm curious what Raycon's working on. And for those of you who don't know, they had released Pun or not Punisher, fucking Ruiner. Yep. Uh, two two and a quarter, two and a half years ago, and that was a fantastic game. As far as I know, it sold pretty well. It's a Polish studio, pretty small studio. Um, I loved the game. Uh, please, if, if you have Game Pass, play it now. If you don't, it's like a $10 to $15 game. Like, buy it now. Yeah, I think that Devolver like, is a perfect match for Raycon, and I think we may finally see something else coming from that studio. Oh, I, ca- I can't. I don't believe that they're not working on something because Ruin yeah. was so well-received. And just generally loved by everyone I talked to who played, and I really had a good time with it as well. That they they've got to be working on something else. Yeah, I, and I don't know what that looks like. I don't think Ruiner sort of lends itself to a sequel, but I think they could do a similar style game and just like build out sort of like the the RPG ish elements that they added they had in it, and like the sort of like the crafting yeah i could see them going in kind of like uh the super hot direction where they're not making a sequel as much as just making a similarly styled 
universe game. So we're yeah. we're still in the thematic and gameplay world of Ruiner, but it's not. Don't worry about the story of Ruiner. It's not that. It's not related to that. Mm-hmm. But you know, here it is in a slightly different direction. I can see them doing something like that and that doing very well. Yeah, yeah. There, I, I follow their Twitter account. I don't follow many studios or games Twitter accounts, and they're frequently liking these like, like really aesthetically like pleasing posts and stuff so like they're they're active and i think that they have like they have a style in mind in the direction they're going and i really really want to see what that is yeah that's i'm excited for whatever they put out next and um if devolver is publishing it by law i have to purchase it so it'll be yep which is good because the the, as we i'm looking at our list our notes here pass yeah i i would i would (laughs) i would buy the devolver pass I'm looking at their <laughs> list because the next one on our list, my fun, friend Pedro, I've been hyped for for. I remember sending you gifts of this game like two years ago, and oh, yeah, being it's hilarious. Oh, I'm so excited for it! I'm so excited. I couldn't to play believe this. this wasn't out yet because I remember you sending me gifts of this two years ago. And what the fuck's been going on with it? They it was part of their E3 showing last year as well. Is it the first year that they formally announced it? Last year was the first. I thought this was. Last year, I think, was the first okay. time it was shown in any kind of public capacity for Devolver, other than, like, Devolver okay. just retweeting the developer showing off his weekly insane gifts of what the, whatever the hell's going on in that game. <laughs> All right, so probably expecting a release date on that, finally. I'm hoping that Talos Principle 2, Principle 2 will be great. I enjoyed Talos Principle 1. I don't... There's not really much to say about it other than more first-person puzzling is always good. Yeah, I didn't even know that that was announced, so that was also a surprise. <laughs> Leading up to the, the conference itself, I'm getting surprised by the uh, things that are already announced. I'm very intrigued by the idea of a more open Serious Sam game. With Oh, is that what Serious Sam's 4 is supposed to be? Uh, yeah, my understanding is that's supposed to be a bit more open, and I don't know what that means. I feel like the thing that still distinguished Serious Sam from other games was that it was a very like walk into the next area shit tons of things come at you and you kill all of them then walk into the next area like if it's not a wave based linear fps i don't know what serious sam is yeah i'll I'll still check it out devolver must (laughs) devolver must see something in it and in devolver we trust yeah oh i do i and i will buy it i i really enjoyed um the Serious Sam 3, whatever the BFG edition or whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever that was. I enjoyed it, Serious Sam 3, and I heard the the VR game was quite good. I did not know there was also a Serious Sam VR. Yeah. So I, many VR games. Yeah. Yeah, and I heard good things about it. It was actually one that I think if you own Serious Sam 3, you could play co-op with someone who owned it in VR. Which is a cool idea. I never tried it, but it it sounded like an interesting idea. I can't wait for there to be more games. Like I, I I want VR to be more ubiquitous because you can get things like have one person, sort of like uh, the disarming the bomb game. Oh yeah, you could sort of like you can get one person in a VR headset that is like completely uh, encapsulated in their own world, and like they. They could essentially be like a dungeon master or something, or 
you know, whatever, whatever uh, a one person over here doing their own thing and then being completely immersed in their own experience. And then like three people on a couch across the room. Like I want those sort of games. I want VR to be ubiquitous. That's something we should probably circle back to. Not this second, but Microsoft and VR. Oh, yeah. If that that's that's still something that's like looming, but no one else yet. No, although I didn't uh, Apple just do a big announcement for their whole VR and um, VR or AR and Minecraft thing. Uh, yeah, Google, not Google, Minecraft Earth was announced for it as part of Apple Arcade. Yeah, and I, I, it reminded me a lot of that um, HoloLens demo they did of Minecraft like two or three years ago. Yeah, just just playing on a coffee table. Yep. And like cycling through the world, like just by like swiping left and right and shit. It was very cool. I think Devolver, to jump back into them, they also have the sequel to, I, I'm going to get it backwards, Sometimes Always Monsters. Which was an, sounds right. Which was an RPG. Well, because the the first one, I, I'm going to try to get this. The first one is was sometimes always monsters, and the sequel is always sometimes monsters. Oh, those those psychopaths. Or they, it's the other they? way around. It's one of those two. What the fuck? But the 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 monsters RPG that came out a couple of years ago is getting a sequel, and I think that's probably going to get shown off this year. Hmm. Along with whatever fucking nonsense devolver cooks up for the actual presentation itself oh yeah if you guys don't watch the conferences like i if for the layman or a casual gamer or even a a mild gamer like go out of your way to watch the devolver conference it's just fun they're gonna show you a bunch of goofy games they're gonna show you one or two serious games but you're just going to have a blast watching it. It's pre-recorded usually. So there's like a really high, produ- not high, but like there's a, there's an bonus production value when you pre-record something. Yeah, it's it's nuts. It, it, it seems like the kind of thing that's almost in the um, late night on Adult Swim kind of weirdly satirical humor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's like if Super Jail was a... Uh, a conference. Yeah, exactly. It's a very <laughs> weird thing, but I would definitely check it out. I've shown it to people who have no real investment in video games and they still enjoyed the parts that weren't footage of video games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they're only like, I think the last one was like 35 minutes. So it's like watching an episode of TV. Like yeah. just do yourself a favor and watch it. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and then I guess Ubisoft is next, right? Ubisoft. Ubisoft's had a weird week because I think uh, Watch Dogs 3 just got leaked with the <laughs> subtitle Legions. Yeah, in, in a post-Brexit UK. Yeah, which is a really, really cool concept because I really want to see sort of how they imagine like the very obvious like <laughs> like ramifications of a post-Brexit UK. Like, like the... <laughs> Like how poor everyone's gonna be, and not to get political. Like, yeah, because the remember, pound has just been plummeting to the ground. Remember, Ubisoft doesn't want to make political statements with its games where you're in a burnt out Washington oh, D.C. Fuck them! Did they really ever say that? Oh god, yeah. Fuck they. Well, because there was that fuck whole, a damn. There was that whole thing where they made that joke of, um, like, come see what a real government shutdown looks like. 
<laughs> I remember that. Oh, tasteful. And then they tried to, like, people were getting like, oh, you <laughs> stop trying to politicize our games. It's just a game. There's no political statement being made in in, in, uh, in the divisions. It's a game about the government being shut down and political coups <laughs> and biological warfare between countries set in a burnt yeah. out... like. Y- even How if, the government has failed us tremendously. <laughs> even if you specifically aren't making... The game is deeply entrenched in the ideas of politics. Yeah. And now Watch Dogs like, 3 is literally taking, showing the aftermath of a... <laughs> of a very divisive political decision. So I'll be interested to see if, if they accept that as a political... Oh, it was so... I remember that being so ridiculous with Division 2. Honestly, like so many things, and I'm not going to make any political statements, but so many things are politicized these days, <laughs> it, like unnecessarily. And that, that is very clearly like a political stance that they're taking. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, Ubisoft. Get the fuck. Not even a stance. It's just it, it's it's oozing politics. Like, like I don't, I don't know what they're trying to say, but like they're saying something. But onto the Idiots. back onto the the hype side of it, I've been wanting more games set in London or even just European locations, especially open world ones, for years. And because yeah. every new GTA game that gets discussed, they always talk: "Is this the one that they're going to take it back to London?" There was always Dude. talk of European uh, Assassin's Creed games every time that they were going through them, especially when the, there was that whole, like, oh, are yeah. they going to make a modern uh, modern setting at our Assassin's Creed? Yeah, yeah. Um, the Getaway. You remember that? I game? do remember The Getaway. I was just thinking of that one. I think about that game every once in a while, and I and it makes me think, like, where <laughs> the fuck is this next, like, London gangster game? No. Like, <laughs> no, it's not gonna. It's like, just just watch Guy Ritchie pre fucking uh, Aladdin, and you're gonna <laughs> like be like, I want to just play this the video game. Like, why can't I do that? Nah. Why why, do you, why does every video game developer have a vendetta against me personally for not making this game? Well, you know, the American audiences have never really shown much of an interest in in British gangster movies or British gangsters as an idea. Yeah, you know, that's that's never been a popular thing in the U.S. It's, Never succeeded, so... These fucking Americans. <laughs> yeah, never once. Uh, we're gonna... Um, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, like, I, I, I too, like, really relish... Like, I didn't care about Watch Dogs 2, like, at all. I was really hyped for one. One really disappointed me. Um, <laughs> I tried to play two. I got bored, because it was, like, all the things I didn't really like about Watch Dogs 1 were still, like, deeply rooted in it and they just like sort of made a game that was more colorful and upbeat but also still just Watch Dogs 1 with co-op to your point from the previous episode yep um so I, I want to see uh, like a serious course correction with this game like the settings there but that's nowhere near enough I I don't want to see Watch Dogs 3 the sequel to Watch Dogs 2 I want to see Watch Dogs 3 all of the things we were promised with Watch Dogs 1. Yeah, they'll get there. They'll get there. I, I've yeah, maybe. I, I've got a little bit of faith in the in Watch Dogs as a series just because it is it, it there are so many interesting things it's trying to do and interesting concepts that I, I really want to believe that they're going to get it this time. 
Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. Like it seems like it's just one team working on watchdogs at the rate that they're coming out. Um, So I, I, I don't believe that they've had that time to just like refresh their, their hoses and, you know, kick it up a notch like they did with uh, Assassin's Creed Origins when they talk, took the uh, year break. Right. One, one whole year. But like that one year went so far away for a game that has like fucking I, I think Assassin's Creed has something like like 900 people working on it. I, it's some of the numbers that I've heard. Like that's why they can churn them out in a year. Right. Um, well, and I've heard so it's, it's a I, team I, I of very know. diverse beliefs and identities and backgrounds. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can, I can boot up any any Assassin's Creed and it'll tell you that. Um, yeah, I think that's those are my final thoughts on Watch Dogs Three. I'm expecting, just looking at our next note here, that whatever they announce it is going to further disappoint anyone who is excited about Beyond Good and Evil Two. So they've already said that they're not talking about Beyond Good and Evil Two this year, which has further disappointed. Everyone who's excited about Beyond Good and Evil. See, I find that hard to believe because they've also already told me several times that Beyond Good and Evil 2 was already in development. <laughs> Over many years, they said it was already in development. Um, so I can't yeah, really I mean, believe... I mean, I've it. seen builds of it. Yeah. Just, like, demo builds. The, well, they, they... And I, I don't know how much of the history of Beyond Good and Evil 2 you followed, but they frequently came out, and I can't remember the name of the guy, for, the, the name of the head of Ubisoft there. Um... Uh, Eves Gilmont. Yeah, Eves Gilmont coming out and saying, "Oh well, if this sells well, we'll feel more. You know, we'll keep working on Beyond Good and Evil Two, and then oh, if this will be even better for and just constantly talking about it like it was a game they were already making. When clearly, mining everyone's good goodwill. Yeah, when clearly it wasn't anything that they had they were putting any time into. So I, I just assume that whatever they tell me about Beyond Good and Evil is the opposite. <laughs> so I'm expecting a mostly Beyond Good and Evil conference from them. Well, if if they're to be trusted, then you're going to be sorely disappointed. But they they should not be trusted with things about announcements because they've also leaked their own shit in the past. So there's a good <laughs> chance that they leaked Watch Dogs three. Um, so like I don't I don't know what sort of game they're playing, but I, I I honestly I don't think that it's a game that's ready to be shown anymore. And I think that showing people will only disappoint them further than the disappointment of them not showing anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably all that needs to be said about beyond good and evil then. Yeah. Finally, are we going to get the splinter cell announcement? Cause they've been tickling people's balls with it for like two years. <laughs> I, I, I would love another split splinter cell but I feel like Splinter Cell is also the type of IP that is ripe to just become another Ubisoft game. Of just, yeah. like, basically Watch Dogs but Splinter Cell. You're in a city, going around doing missions. There are also some side missions. There are also some caravans that you can intercept in one way or another. There are also, you know, like, just another Ubisoft open world. And I'm really afraid of that being the case for the next Splinter Cell I... game. I don't think I don't think they're dumb enough to give it that treatment. I, I, I would have said the same thing about Ghost Recon. <laughs> uh, that's that's a whole other story. Yeah. But I, I think they finally sit, take a step back and be like, we want to give Splinter Cell 
like the the Max Payne three treatment. Like we want we want like a fucking exceptional like third person. I'm I'm excited for depressing pot bellies <laughs> Sam Fisher. Oh, me too. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Like say say what you will about Max Payne three. Like that the evolution of that character is incredible. Like, yes, yeah. That... One of the best char- characters in all gaming. I'm but I'm I, I'm excited for the possibility of a Splinter Cell announcement. That would be great. Yeah, there's there's definitely a void in good stealth games because any anytime stealth is brought up, there's like an audible groan uh, because it's usually just like shoehorned into another game that shouldn't have fucking stealth mechanics. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, I like I forget what a pure stealth game looks like, especially in a in a generation where we actually have like real lighting effects and not like the PS2 Xbox <laughs> Xbox OG era where it's just everything's clearly light or dark because like the light is painted on the ground and not like actual light effects. But you didn't like the uh the lighting effects in Manhunter or Manhunt. Manhunter. Manhunt. Oh god. You you didn't <laughs> think that those looked really pretty. It- is Manhunt 2 getting announced this year? Yes or no? Oh, Manhunt 3. There was a Manhunt 2. Shows, shows how... Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I think what? it was... I'm pretty sure it was somehow even more torture porny than Manhunt 1. Oh, man. Can you imagine if Rockstar released a game like that? Like, an adults-only game nowadays? Uh, like, even... Even GTA is like so toned down compared to the old days. I feel at least. I can't imagine them releasing a game like Manhunt or Bully ever again. Anything even close to the, that level of really pushing buttons. Yeah, Bully. Bully was rumored that like that. The idea of that franchise is so cool. I would love to see like not Bully two, but like just rename the game, like whatever the fuck the Academy was in that game, just like, like Dick Slurp Academy mm-hmm. like, and then release that game. Like, I, I think they could do something really interesting and not like so topical. Uh, so then we got, what do we got next on there? Uh, oh, that roller derby game. I, yeah, I keep seeing like the, the rollerball IP <laughs> being resurrected <laughs> for this roller. Der- no, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, I fucking wish. Yeah. Bring LL Cool J back for that. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> take him off of NCIS. Come on, LL, it's your time to shine. Back into the film business. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. They have to know what they're doing. Like this is just a rumor. Like it's not announced, but like a lot of different sources have reported on them announcing a roller derby game. And I don't, I don't know what that looks like. Like they must believe in it. It must be fun. Is it them trying to like dip into the Rocket League pie? Do you think well, maybe I was like, going to say small team developing this? It's it's kind of. I keep seeing people trying to jump into that quirky esports arena. You see companies that try to dip their toe in there post Rocket League, and no one's really mm-hmm. making it. Maybe they think that a weird, well produced roller derby game would be a good way to go yeah i mean like i i don't want to sound like i'm poo-pooing it like if if i was going to pick up a quick multiplayer game it's always going to be rocket league and there's no other game that i would that comes to mind like 
on lunch breaks, if I'm going to play a video game at work on the PS4, it's Rocket League. It's nothing else. Did you ever play Robot Roller Derby Disco Dodgeball? Mm, no, and I don't entirely believe that that's a real game. <laughs> it's... Nice try, Andy. <laughs> Damn. Well, there goes that swindle. No, Robot Roller Derby Disco nice. Dodgeball was nice. a was a really fun Steam game that was a kind of you were on rollerblades doing dodgeball or basketball type gameplay in a multiplayer environment. It was weird, hmm. but really fun. I could see a yeah, game like that, but done by a larger studio with more money and kind of more time to just polish the edges being really good. Cause it, it had some hard edges and it, it definitely needed more content, but I, I'm, yeah, I'm all for weird esports e- and companies trying to make weird esports. E- yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, like just more games where you're just kicking a ball around. Like, yeah. like FIFA's amazing rocket league. Like all, like keep it simple. Kick a ball around. Yeah. Yeah. They find, find new and exciting ways to do that. They did that remake of wind jammers a year or two ago. That, that was supposed to be pretty good. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't play that. No, nor did I. I was excited for it, but at the time I didn't own anything it came out on. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft. Uh, what else we got? Um, Assassin's Creed Vikings. Um, I don't think that there's been a, uh, a hot and heavy leak on this. I think that they've sort of done their own hints towards it. Mm. Um, I know there's a division, like a poster in the division. It's like something about Vikings and one of them's wearing an, a, an assassin's hood or something. Um, there was a couple other like, like really like wink, wink, nudge, nudge hints towards Assassin's Creed Vikings. But Regardless, whatever Assassin's Creed game is coming up next, I do not think we see this year. No, no, that's going to be next year. That's going to be. Yeah, they said. They said that they were not returning to a yearly game cycle because I remember being infuriated that Odyssey was coming out a year after Origins after they had said that they're not going to go back (laughs) to an annual release schedule. And I was like, these fucking guys got me again. (laughs) And then... (laughs) And then they they said this like at some point this year like oh no don't don't worry there's not another one coming out like we're basically we're we're giving it the Ubisoft treatment where we we build another game on the bones of the previous game and then we feel like we've gotten our money's worth and then we move on to whatever the next iteration of Assassin's Creed is so the next iteration probably won't look as much uh, like Origins as Odyssey's di- Odyssey did. Uh, which I'm excited for. And like a game set in a Viking universe implies that they're not getting rid of the boat mechanics, which everyone just seems to universally like Mm -hmm. in Black Flag and Odyssey. Those boat mechanics are great. It was one of my favorite parts of Odyssey. It was, it was my favorite part of Black Flag. I'm still furious. Black Flag didn't spawn its own spinoff franchise. Uh, Skull and Bones. Yeah, but I mean, it's the same game. Uh, it's not out. But. Yeah, it's not out, and it's <laughs> it's not um, it's not a single player game. That's true. It basically means I'm never gonna play it. Yeah. Any um, uh, any hot takes for Ubisoft's more amazing announcements? Yeah. Uh, there's a they've officially announced Watch Dogs Legion. Um, oh, okay. And, well, they've announced that it will be announced at E3. So it's no longer just a, a very, very credible leak. It is now an official 
announce incoming. Um, but that's all they've said. So there's there's credit to that now. Oh, yeah. OK, good. Good. Yeah, yeah. Getting there. Yeah. Uh, my hot takes, hot takes, hot takes. I don't, I don't, I think Ubisoft is not, not, not really been surprising me with anything lately. Like they, they just sort of stick to what they know. So you're um, not going to put your money on like Velvet Assassin 2 or <laughs> Velvet Assassin. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if they dipped back into the uh, driver series. What, yeah. What, what did driver evolve from? driver san fran i think that was a different game originally was it oh no you know what driver evolved into watchdogs just as prince of perjura evolved into assassin's uh, Assassin's creed Creed. yeah yeah so i yeah i don't think there's any way they're announcing a driver game or a prince of persia game but you know oh yeah i would love a new prince of persia game i think it's it's always been the time for it, but yeah, it's not going to happen. I I think yeah. that I had heard recently that there's a new Grandia game still technically in development. Is was was that Ubisoft? I think they originally published it. Huh. There you go. They so, their toes and everything. Maybe they'll. Uh, Grandia was uh, back in the Dreamcast. So that's ages ago. Yeah. But. Yeah, they've they've also already announced Breakpoint, so I'm I'm assuming they'll yeah. just be showing more of that. Um, but yeah, there's I mean, I I could see a new Prince of Persia game. The more I think about it, more than like a new Driver game, because there's definitely like there's a market for what they wanted to do with it, which was basically just a uh, Legend of Zelda, uh, the 3D Legend of Zelda game. So if they really yeah. Like, and no one's bothering with that market. They're just like, let's see what Nintendo does next. Wow, that was amazing. Let's wait for the next one and see what they do. <laughs> and like, there's a market there. Like, I would play so many different iterations of Breath of the Wild. Like, I, like, why do I have all of this money that should be spent on Breath of the Wild S games? Like, you tell me why I have this money, developers. There's stuff you can do with it as well. There's, there's still more to grow in that prince of persia space that doesn't have to be combat i would love if if they leaned harder into just the the parkour puzzle solving that was so much fun i think that's the problem is there's no way they're going to develop like a triple a game based around that concept no no but a a double a game something at the level of like bro home you know that that amount of space because i was playing uh, epic recently gave away city of brass on yeah. Epic Store. I don't know if you've ever played that one. No, I've heard of it, though. Oh, yeah, and, and it's got that whip mechanic where you can whip stuff and pull it towards you or use to, to hang, you know, swing around from stuff. And mm. I was thinking just how much fun you how much they could do with a whip in a Prince of Persia game. Just yeah. adding that one additional way of traversing and interacting with the environment. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's, it's a shame they don't make those games anymore. Where, where's the Indiana Jones game? Where, yeah. where they, What happened to it? There, there were so many good Indiana Jones games. Why aren't they making them anymore? Yeah, small wonder. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I guess I, I could see it more likely to get the uh, Assassin's Creed Chronicles treatment, like a like a two D uh, platform yeah. stealthy game, except with more like time based mechanics or something. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like where they, they've seemed, they seem to be pretty 
like uh, hot and heavy on like just triple A games these days. And I don't, I don't know what they announce. I don't think I, I'd be, I'd love to see a new IP, but like, it seems like all their studios are, are <laughs> have shit that's announced. Aren't we getting a new settlers game as well for windows? Didn't they announce that at gamescom settlers? Yeah, it was, it's one of their, uh, strategy games. Oh, I, yeah, I, I'm not sure. Not familiar. Okay. okay. I, th- I think that they announced that as well. Uh, either a re- hmm. like a soft reboot of the Settlers series. Hmm. <laughs> a new black and white. That's what I want to see. Oh, God, man. I'd play the hell out of that. <laughs> Where? What, what happened to the mor- morality spectrum? Where, why are there no games with that anymore? I don't know. I, I, maybe, I, maybe they, maybe Bethesda showed us just how, like, lazily it can be implemented <laughs> uh, rogue jabs from the past yeah the future. yeah uh, god right, let's All move right. on to square enix yeah let's do it um i think so doing some research i'm really only expecting news for two games that are already announced which i think gives them a lot more space for surprises than most of the other uh, conferences because we know uh, the Avengers game was announced uh, two or three years ago and we haven't seen shit on it, but that's Crystal Dynamics developing that um, who did the uh, all of the Tomb Raider games except for the most recent one because they branched off and they started doing this Avengers game. So that means that they haven't released anything in you know four and a half years. So this game should be well underway. You think? <laughs> so I, I i don't know like the rumors say that it's like partly like it, it could be a co-op game um with like heavy like single player aspects um it could be pretty late in development we could get even like a surprise release date like I, nobody <laughs> there's not really much concrete information on this either a lot like starfield yeah i've i've not heard anything about that in ages other than people asking where it is in relation to E3. Yeah. And and they they have themselves confirmed that it will have a presence at E3, which is a really good sign because they must, they, there's no way they're just going to tease it again. There's got to be something to see. They also, that, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, I was going to move on as well. They got that, that Final Fantasy VII remake going on. Yeah, I I don't think we see much from that. That's from what I've understood that has had the most troubled development ever. I think they shifted the entire development to another team and totally rebooted the whole thing, uh, which means that they're two and a half years behind schedule. Um, Yeah. So there was there was another teaser that came out that was literally like basically them redoing the original teaser because they were like, hey, let's confirm that we're still working on it because people keep asking every fucking day what status <laughs> is. Um, so I don't, I honestly don't think there's, I, you know, I, I think there will be something, but I don't think it's going to be satisfying, whatever they show. No, no, I don't think it will be. I, I don't think, I think they're at the point now where they just need to make, release the game. Like they've done enough pre-release teasing. They, they either need to show concrete gameplay footage or just release it yeah and i I don't i don't think it's anywhere near ready for release no no i I don't think so either yeah so look look please look forward to disappointment there everyone (laughs) 
Um, they also have a, a, a new IP that they've pre-announced uh, on a Twitter account. Um, they it called Outriders, which, as far as I can tell, is uh, just like a cryo sleep sim. Um, it's it's some sort of some sort of space game. Um, sounds like the concept's probably kind of similar to Mass Effect Andromeda, which is probably not the comparison that they want to be drawing. <laughs> um, but it. It's it's very much like we've awoken from cryosleep. It's the year twenty seventy six or something like that, which means they can't be that far away. Like they're probably still in this solar system. If you know, if, if we're thinking logically, right? Yeah. So there's just just been a bunch of teases. Um, it looked a bit spooky on the Twitter. Uh, could be a survival horror space game, which like there's definitely a void in since uh, Dead Space went uh, sort of haywire. I wonder why that happened. I wonder who could possibly be responsible for Dead Space not being the <laughs> the profitable property it could have been. I'll give you a two-letter hint. Yeah. <laughs> they have other studios that we don't know what they're working on. Um, their first-party studios, um, obviously Kingdom Hearts 3 is already released, but they are apparently are releasing DLC for that. Uh, so that's going to be forthcoming. Which is exciting to me because there's never been uh, single-player DLC, so I don't know what to expect. Um, probably not Disney Worlds, but more like proprietary worlds, I would right. hope. Not just like arena bullshit or like lazy tacked-on PvE stuff. Mm. Um, I mean, the first, the the main first-party team's got to be working on something. Final Fantasy 15 came out a while ago. The director departed from Final Fantasy XV's DLCs after the fourth one. Um, there, they had planned to do six, and the fourth one just came out a few months back after the director left Square, like six or seven months ago. But I mean, that means that that team. There's no way that team has only been working on DLC for the last like two, two and a half years. No, not at all. So can't be. So I think Square's wow. I'm going to just segue hard into the hot takes. Like I think we're seeing Final Fantasy 16 this year. I don't know what that looks like, but I think there's, if nothing else, we get the fucking, uh, the Bethesda-esque tease, the baseless tease. It's just like, <laughs> here, it's happening. Here's a pretty anime girl, and it, it'll be in development by the time you have uh, children in college. <laughs> no, I love it. I think that's good. I, I'm going to go in a different direction and say that they're going to go back into uh, one of their their purchase studios, going to go grab an old IO property and Kane and Lynch three. Hmm, that's my guess. Hmm. Yeah, I guess they didn't. They wouldn't have relinquished that because they only relinquished Hitman back to IO when they broke up. Yeah, or or maybe something like another. Um, I, they they wouldn't waste. E3 time on another frontline game. A front <laughs> mission. Yeah, front mission. Yeah, I, I can't imagine them, them wasting their time on something like that. On a... Uh, we're not going to get another Tomb Raider game. No. Um, Shadow was uh, supposed to be the end of a trilogy, which is like Lara becoming the Tomb Raider, essentially. And she's going to be like a more confident person. But uh, apparently there's going to be some sort of break. Um, what's the studio that did the last one and uh, Deus Ex? Fucking. Um, it was, I think it was just Ubi Montreal. Maybe? Yeah, Eidos Montreal or Eidos Montreal. Eidos. 
Yeah, Eidos, Eidos. Um, yeah, but the uh, Shadow just came out, you know, nine months ago. So I don't think we hear anything from that studio for a while, um, probably at least a year or so. Yeah, and I'm not, so, I'm not seeing anything, any other big things they're going to throw out there. Yeah, so it's I too, think too soon for another Dragon Quest. Um. Yeah. Yeah. The Dragon Quest Builders is supposed to be at E3, oh, so I think that's their yep. Dragon Quest presence. And whatever that um, Dragon Quest, walk. yeah, Dragon Quest Walk, that was the one I was thinking of. Which was announced as Japan only originally, but that, and honestly, I think it's going to stay Japan only because Dragon Quest is nowhere near as popular over here. But, I mean, you never know. Yeah. We, we have Pokemon Go. I don't think they think that they're going to break break into the Pokemon Go market. It, and I can't imagine Platinum's working on anything right now that's going to be shown off there either. Uh, yeah, well, Platinum's doing uh, Bayonetta 3 for Nintendo right now. Right, right so right. I don't think there's going to be anything that's going to be shown off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think that... Yeah, so I think that leaves Square... Square's... There's a reason they're having a conference, and there's no way it's for just the Avengers game and and whatever this Outriders game announcement is, because um, that doesn't seem like it's going to be a hyper-compelling quadruple-A game. I, I think we have to see something monstrous this year. Um, I, I would think so. they got to be doing something. Yeah, because uh, like Final Fantasy XIV has an X-Pack coming out. Like That's coming out next month so it's not like they're going to talk actually it's coming out this month technically if you get early access so like there's it'll have a presence but like that's like that's a very known quantity so they they gotta have they gotta have some big guns that like they're not even like they've been keeping really well under wraps i have no idea what that's gonna be though <laughs> I, I can't even begin to guess like I, th- this is one that i'm having a difficult time even coming up with hot takes for I think if I was going to make an illogical guess, because I don't think that Final Fantasy 16 is actually far enough into development that it's ready to be shown. But I still think that that's their that's their big gun. Like, I don't see like why they're they're even having a conference if that's not what they have in the back pocket. All right, well, then what, what is that? What do we go next? Nintendo? Yeah, Nintendo. Um this one should be pretty short because they just had a Pokemon Direct where they announced a couple of Pokemon games. The Pokemon games are also coming out at the end of the year. Metroid Prime 4, which was barely in development two years ago, should be fairly far into development now. They gotta have something to show. Yeah. Other than that logo. <laughs> In, in 2017, when they originally announced it, they had also said afterwards that it was starting... Like they're gearing up to start development. So that means like minus six months. And then so <laughs> probably looking at like, I, I think it, ambitiously the uh, Metroid Prime 4 comes out next year and ambitiously, but you never know. What else? They, they, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling to think because they, they have a lot of games they announced last year that haven't come out yet. Um, the the Link's, Link's Awakening, Animal Crossing Switch, Fire Emblem game. Like all those games are still well in development um, and are supposedly still all coming out this year. So I have I have no clue. I, I think I think Nintendo's big announce this year and they, they don't lean too hard into. Well, last year they went pretty fucking hard, but um, I think they're going to announce a new iteration of the switch, which has been rumored for a little while. And I think that it, they announce it and I think they say that it's coming out in a couple months. 
You think so? I, I, I've heard so many rumors about it. Like, I don't know if it's necessary or not, but that's never been a logical train of thought with Nintendo. Yeah, they're... I don't like hardware iterations just because I keep getting burned by them. <laughs> That's me personally. The new 3DS, anyone? Yeah, the new 3DS pissed me off a lot. Um, so I'm I'm hoping not. I feel like there's still plenty you can do with the Switch. I don't know that it... Obviously, you can always use better hardware, but I think that they're capable mm. of doing more with it. I don't think it's time for one yet. Yeah, I, I just don't think it, I don't see it as a competitor to other hardware in the same way. They're just they're in a on a different track. They could. I think the only way that they successfully do this is with a cheaper iteration and not a stronger iteration. I think they do. They give it the, the 2DS treatment and they get switch into everyone's hands by releasing like a hundred and fifty dollar version that's handheld only. That I could definitely see. If they go in that direction, they have to figure out and start making some more, uh, figuring out better how to handle games being weird with the way with their control schemes based on how you have it plugged in. Yeah, because I remember yeah. that that pissed me off with Let's Go uh, Pikachu, where you the only way to not have to use that stupid throwing mechanic was to actually do it in handheld mode. Yep, yep. It's the one thing that Nintendo does that really frustrates me with their last five or six hardware releases is just sometimes your your interesting new mechanics aren't necessary for a game. Mm -hmm. And I just want to play with a controller and you won't let me. And it's and it's yeah. actively distracting from the game and making the game worse. Yeah, that always reminds me of uh, Skyward Sword because mm -hmm. I loved that game. And then uh, that game gave me fucking carpal tunnel because you have to play it with the fucking Wiimote. And I never ended up beating it, even though I fucking loved it because it literally caused me physical pain. And I, I'm, I'm someone who's very, very careful with everything. Like I got ergonomic everything. Like I don't I'm like I don't want to have carpal tunnel like until I'm like 50. Um, and that game was like uh, causing me unnecessary pain. <laughs> Like, just, just let me play with a controller, you sons of bitches. Loved Super Mario Strikers, but it had the same, like, I just let me play with a controller. Yeah. You guys make such good games. Why do you intentionally cripple yourselves? I, I remember yeah. hearing this. I never played it, but Star Fox Zero, trying to use the, the Wii U aiming. Ooh. I heard nothing but bad things about that game, and that hurts even more. Yeah, just... Uh, they they're stubborn in that way that I think is going to hurt them. And I think that if you go into yeah. the handheld mode where now you're going to have games that either won't work because they just, you know, they're, they're, they're designed and you're supposed to play them disconnected mm -hmm. or you're going to rely on the developers to police their own compatibility, which they'll do a shitty job of like what happened with Hyrule warriors. That is technically <laughs> not new 3ds only. But if you yeah. don't play it on the new 3DS, you have like a frame rate of 11. <laughs> Do you? I mean, I'm excited for Link's Awakening. That was my favorite Zelda game. I'm really, yeah, I'm very excited to play it again. Uh, I'm, I'll definitely play more Animal Crossing. I'm excited for Luigi's Mansion. I'm excited for Pokemon Sword and Shield. They got a lot of stuff that I'm excited for. I just don't know how much of it's going to show up as new, exciting content at their conference. Yeah, yeah, I don't. 
I don't know what to expect. I think this this may be the year of F Zero. Um, that might be a, a cool big announcement. They've uh, they, they basically just have Mario Kart as a racing game in their total total bundle, and F Zero is a very different kind of racing game. Like even if they release that as like an arcade version, like I would play the shit out of that. Yep. Uh, I could see a Pikmin game. Uh, I hope not, but yeah, that'd be an interesting <laughs> announcement. Um, I could also see a couple more Mario sports games. Mario, they, they haven't done a Mario Golf yet. Like they could bring back Mario Mario Strikers or um, that weird Mario three on three hoops game that was out for the DS. Oh yeah, I I don't know what Camelot's doing right now. So yeah, they're. They're not making Golden Sun. That's what they're not doing. <laughs> um, You're never getting that back. It's gone. No. You know, <laughs> I was thinking this. Uh, a Mario fishing game with the, the two Switch nunchakus, that, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. For like for like 10 minutes. <laughs> but I, I'd like to see what that game looks like. Or whatever, like a fully realized version of 1-2 Switch, which was like supposed to be their uh, Wii Sports for the... the for the switch generation um nobody seemed to really think that that was any good and nobody's still <laughs> playing it unlike wii sports which was like the biggest game of all time still technically mostly because it was free but also like i've yet to meet a person that didn't play wii sports so they they need that like i hate to say it but that was like the yeah. killer app for the wii like oh yeah and that was i know do tons of people that that's the only that and then the one that you got the that came with a second controller like the Wii, uh, yeah. Wii fun games or whatever it was. Yeah, Wii Arena or some shit. Yeah, Th- those yeah. two games. I knew a lot of people, a lot of them older, who bought a, a Wii just for those two games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they they need they need that killer family app that's not like they can't they can't keep shucking Mario Party like Grandma's never gonna want to play fucking mini games with like bowser and like matching cards and tiles and shit like give 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 them give them like simple archery challenges and stuff like that that's that's a family friendly game now what do you think are the odds of a new shining game i feel like that there's a new one like every two years and nobody cares about it yeah i i know that there was like a mobile shining game that came out not long ago or is in pre-release um, there was the the one for the PSP. <laughs> yeah, I mean a mainline one. I I don't know. It's it's not it's not really a AAA franchise anymore since we've sort of moved away from like uh, you know bit sprite two D animation and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, we'll I, know, I know. I I just I just like it is all. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked them too. I also I remember really liking the Atelier franchise long ago, long time ago. And I was like, oh, what's going on with this franchise? Oh, there's a thousand games in that franchise. And they keep <laughs> releasing them. Huh. I guess I could get back into it. Oh, there's so many. Never mind. Any other uh, hot takes for Nintendo? My my, my guess is going to be Pikmin. That's my my big one that they're going to come back with. I, you know, I think Pikmin could be really cool um, with the controls. Um. I think I think a big announce cause they just had a Pokemon direct. I think they're 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 going real deep in the Pokemon um, already. So I don't think we get anything Pokemon related. I don't see anything Mario related. 
Um, you know, Zelda came out like three years ago now. Like it's not out of the realm of possibilities that we see a Zelda 3D announcement. It you really so? is not. Yeah, I mean, it came out as I don't think it was a launch game on Switch, but it was like within the first month of the, the Switch coming out. And so, yeah, it's been it's been three years, I think. I think that math works out. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's entirely possible because, like, I don't know what their their triple A studio is working on. What, um, what's uh? Is there when was the last Fire Emblem game? Well, Fire Emblem Three Houses is coming out in July. Oh right, okay. So that's that's a known quantity. So yeah, I mean, as as far as like like dead franchises, um, Advance Wars, you never know. <laughs> That'd be funny to see in this generation, but I really think that that's super dead. What um, about a uh, a Paper Mario? There's there was a Paper Mario something not long ago, wasn't there? I thought there was. I mean, they did a couple of them for the 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 DS and 3DS, like Sticker Star, and yeah, um, they had like uh, hybrid games too, where they were actually like traditional Mario games, but in like Paper Mario aesthetic. Oh, like the Mario and Luigi games and stuff? Yeah. I mean, I think we see no less than three different games with Mario as the star. Um, <laughs> so that could very, that could very well it, it turn out to be one to two Paper Mario versions or flavors of Mario. Um, but yeah, I, I, that, that'll be my guess. There's three different new games announced that have Mario and it's none of them are, are AAA uh 3d mario platforming games they're all like fucking mario maker 3 which i don't think is coming out because i think 2 just came out but stuff like stuff like that just things that you wouldn't expect not necessarily sports games um and maybe maybe a zelda maybe but probably a switch new switch iteration those those are my guesses okay so not not beautiful joe (laughs) 2 no no that's that I think is an Ubisoft joint too. Yeah, I thought so. Oh, not beautiful Joe. It would be beautiful Joe three. Yeah. Oh no, oh, I thought beautiful Joe was Capcom. Capcom, that's what it is, because it's in uh, NBC two or something. Yeah. Um, or three maybe. Uh, yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe we see something from Capcom. They they don't have a conference presence, but that doesn't mean they won't be on. Uh, Microsoft stage or showing something on the show floor. Um, yeah, they've they've had a good year, so I can yeah. see it. This 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 will honestly be an interesting year to actually pay attention to E3 through the actual show itself more so than in the past because before it's been like Microsoft and Sony trying to nab up all the third third party studios that don't do their own conferences and even some that do like. <laughs> um, so you get a lot of like Ubisoft and Square bleed over into the Sony and Microsoft conferences. But Microsoft's conference is going to be like a half hour longer. So it's not like a ton longer. So it's not like they can fit all of the games that Sony, the third party games that Sony would have shown. Um, so we're probably going to see a lot more announcements during the show itself than we would in previous years. So it'll be it'll be a more uh, more of a steady trickle and keep everyone interested for like the full five five to six days experience 
So yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't know what Capcom shows, but maybe they show that on the show floor. I doubt that's something that shows up on the Microsoft stage. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Okay. Well, what we what else we got? We got some of the other smaller conferences. Uh, yeah. I I don't. Does THQ do, do a conference? I don't think so. I didn't think so. No. Yeah. Well, there's there's rumors of a, a Darksiders four. Um, they'd recently updated Darksiders two to fix that the game was completely broken on Xbox. So that's <laughs> a fun fact. Um, they they also. Yeah, that's right. They tweeted today that they're going to announce one game every day leading up to the press conferences. So that means that we're we're probably going to hear about Darksiders for before the conferences even start. Um, so yeah, that I think that starts on the fifth. So they're going to do an announce on the, the or the fourth. So the fourth, the fifth, and the sixth, they're going to announce a single game every day. So I'm excited to see what they got. That should be interesting. Yeah, I was looking up what that might be. And uh, since I've already forgotten, but they do have. Oh, uh, Destroy All Humans was one of them. The people were saying really destroy all humans. Yeah, that was (laughs) that was heavily rumored for some reason. I don't know why they'd resurrect that, but um, yeah, you never know. I would love to see something come out of Deep Silver Volition. Yeah, I know that Agents of Mayhem didn't sell all that well. No, but they they know how to be profitable. They just need to keep making Saints Row games. Yeah, and another Red Faction game with building <laughs> destruction. Okay. No, it's I will refuse to stop. I will never stop carrying the torch for the Geo mod. It's a good system, <laughs> and it just needs someone else to adopt it. <laughs> oh, I, I would love to see a new Red Faction game. So. Maybe so, that is number three. That'd be great. Right. I, I'd take. love it. There we go. Yeah, hot, it's going to be that. It's going to be a new Red Faction <laughs> game. Or, or, or um, Free Space, or new Free Space game. Free Space. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else they're publishing, honestly, though they've said they have like something like 50 games currently in development or 100, like an absurd number like that they're ready to publish. And they did buy up a tremendous amount of IPs. Like they're basically like the, the uh, the guy that goes to all, every single auction in the state and like bids a fucking dollar on everything and just takes whatever <laughs> they can get. Yeah, um, they're, they're basically the Christmas tree shop of, of publishers right now. <laughs> yeah. You get there and you're like, oh man, yeah, Cinnabon cereal. I remember hearing about this. Yeah, okay, I'll try this. Yeah. Oh, it expired three years ago. Oh, huh. all right. Okay, Worth that's fine. I mean, how bad could it possibly be? <laughs> Probably causes diabetes. Huh? I didn't even know that that was a warning label. <laughs> well, you uh, know what? That's that's on me. <laughs> uh, what else we got in the other category? Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 pretty much got uh, leaked. The team behind Original Sin Divinity, Original Sin 2, I believe, tweeted out uh, an image that just said like had the Roman numeral three on it. And then if you uh, right clicked it and got the properties, it literally said Baldur's Gate three logo. So, but that seems like, <laughs> that seems like too fucking easy. So I'm like, like uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, is anyone that stupid? The answer is of course. Yes. Uh, but of course. Are, are, are they that stupid? I, I really hope not. They, they have like a master craft 
the most insanely detailed games ever created are in their portfolio. And then something like this happens. But then again, it's their marketing team. Who the fuck knows? I, I think um, as far as other big ones, I, I think that's basically all that I got. Yeah. Uh, well, so Rocks Warner Brothers, obviously another big publisher, and they have Rocksteady underneath them, who's pretty much who has definitely announced that they're not showing any new games this year, which is again, what the fuck are they working on? Like <laughs> it, it, Arkham Knight came out five, six years ago. Five? Well, they're still, they're still trying to patch it, man. There's still bugs that Shut need to up. be fixed. Oh, up. that's just the PC version. And <laughs> they cut support on that three days after it came out. No need to be melodramatic. It's just a PC game. <laughs> Um, yeah, for, for rogue stuff, uh, out of, out of nowhere. Um, oh God, I, I really just want a sleeping dogs too. Just yeah. It's fucking game. It's, it's not happening. We're never getting it. No. Cause they, there's some sort of like free to play online game. That's basically like, that was the sleeping dogs two team. And they said that this was their sleeping dogs too. And it just broke my heart. And I, to try and stifle that thought every day. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that was my relationship with with Epic over the last two years. Everything that they did that I fell in love with, they shuddered to put more work onto Fortnite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that Unreal Tournament game, Paragon, <laughs> the Fortnite yeah. Save the Worlds, just all of it, just constantly yeah, yeah, broken from me. It's the nature of success, man. I mean, look at Valve. They if they finished Dota and they were like, well, I guess we don't need to make any more games. Like, well, come on, Valve. You used to make so many games. Fine. Yeah. We'll make a Dota card game. You happy now? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> this, this is what you get. This Is this what you wanted? <laughs> no. C- careful. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll make a, another Diablo mobile game as well. Get, get other people. <laughs> other companies into the same scam of don't don't dare us to make games because when we do you're not going to like it oh my god yeah that was the biggest debacle diablo immortal oh i don't want to get into that um yeah so we should probably wrap up i think we're pushing two hours now yeah Um, this is a this is a good amount of hype generation yeah, yeah. I mean, we've we've covered pretty much everything. I mean, Sony and EA are going to have no conferences whatsoever, so they I, none of their games are going to be at E3 physically. EA is still doing an EA Play, which is just going to be like people can go in and play the games that they have to show, but all of them are already announced because they're not even going to precede EA Play with any sort of chat or anything this year. Like, literally nothing. Really putting in the work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're there. They're alive. I mean, they're they think that they can pull off the devolver method. Like, hey, we're just around the corner and to the left. Come visit us, or don't. <laughs> like, we know we understand why you're here, but they're like ten blocks away, and you need to get pre-invited. People must be showing up because it's like the fourth or fifth year they're doing EA play. Well, neither so, here nor there. I guess we'll at least get some good first impressions from people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Battlefield Six, maybe. Is that announced? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, there's going to be some sort of PC game showcase. I'm sure something will be yeah. in there. Yeah, no clue what that's going to be about. Kind, kind of funny. He's going to do a showcase that's Garrett, 
uh, the, the previous one was really good. It was just shotgun fucking like here's uh, 30 to 60 indie games. There was a lot of them. Yeah, just back to back like no one. Nobody would got in the way of showing indie games, which is like was a lot of fun to watch. Like, I don't know how they pulled it off. So shout outs to them. Kind of funny games on YouTube. And uh, yeah, it's really entertaining. So they're going to do it again for E3. Excited to see what they got. Cool. I I think that basically covers everything we need to cover. That that's it. My my tonsils are sore. I think we can call (laughs) it an episode. Yeah, I think so. It just leaves us yeah. to to thank our wonderful print producer, uh, Dennis. Dennis, yeah, <laughs> Dennis, Dennis Raul Miguel Ford. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, you can expect probably. Oh, we should mention that we intended to do Void Bastards today as a showcase, uh, since both of us had played it, and we knew this was going to be a long episode, but it was very long, so that's going to get pushed off to our next regularly scheduled program, which will probably be after E three, because we'll probably do another. Uh, gab fest for e3 let's talk about how many of my hype predictions were absolutely correct yes yeah (laughs) all uh, if it's not every single one i will eat my own face if it's not every single one it's the one about starfield i'm putting my money (laughs) (laughs) if it's not everything i said is correct it's definitely that starfield is correct (laughs) the producers what a good fucking analogy that's just the producer all right all right that's um, enough that's enough uh tune in tune in next week uh, i think we're gonna record try and record on wednesday so late late after it probably after e3's concluded you'll hear more about e3 check it out um all the official announcements and tangible things that really exist and not our nonsense we'll talk about it then sounds good be sure to like and subscribe and share with your friends please keep talking about the podcast uh the more the merrier yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Give, get us any feedback that you've got on Twitter or, you know, wherever else you can find us and shout at us in the streets. We love mm-hmm. feedback. Let us know. <laughs> yep. Yep. You can find us, uh, anywhere, uh, as game off podcast, Twitter, Facebook, uh, game off podcast at gmail.com. Uh, don't go to our website. Uh, it's not, <laughs> there's nothing there. And yeah, yeah, thank, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been Brent Langevin, a.k.a. Arcadia. And Andrew Paulo, a.k.a. Solid Talker, signing off. Yeah. Goodbye, man.